You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the most dramatic podcast ever. An iHeartRadio podcast. Chris Harrison coming to you from the home office in Austin, Texas. And for the first time ever, I have a guest Obviously not on the show. I've had many guests on the show, but I've never had a guest here in Studio A here in the home office in Austin, Texas. Did you know that? I did not know that. This is an honor. This is the first time I've ever had anybody in my home. That's the reason is Studio A is in our home. I'm not just going to have everyone in our house. So here we go. Jason Tardick, the first guest ever at the home office in Austin, Texas. He uh, was here a month ago for our wedding. It's uh, our one month anniversary. Lauren and I have made it. That's really the big, I've heard that's really the big one to get over is that one month anniversary. 30 days. 30 days. Got to get through that 30 days. (laughs) We have crushed the first 30 days. Um, Which day was the best? But so when Jason came to the wedding, I said, look, you and I, at some point, we got to sit down and we got to talk. We got to do this. And we both decided Obviously, during my wedding, not the time to do that. <laughs> and uh, but we we kind of put it on the back burner, and it just turned out that Jay was coming back into town for this Sergio Garcia Four T's event um, for kids event that we just did. So we just happened to be back a month later. Perfect timing. We both were talking as he was coming into town. And we said, "It's time. It's time we have a talk." So here it is, Jason Tardick. Chris Harrison, the most dramatic podcast ever. Finally, you you have never felt the wrath of the hot seat before. That well, that was an intense start. I'm like, here we go. <laughs> we did have a conversation about us having to talk. I agree. What it was, we'll see. Uh, it worked out perfect this weekend. I made a couple deals with Chris. I was like, all right, Chris, I'll come on your show if you come on my show. But I have felt a little bit of the intensity of the hot seat. I think the last time you and I were this close with microphones in our face, or at least yes. being mic'd up, well, yesterday we had some fun at the Sergio tournament, but was in 2018 when I was in the hot seat at Mentel All after Becca Kufrin was the bachelorette, but they didn't sit us this close to each other. We had a little bit more space. I was trying to think, 
You know what's funny? When I think of you, I don't even remember what season you were on. There's certain the rest of the world. <laughs> no, but there's certain seasons or there's certain people where they're friends of mine. And actually, like if I'm gonna have to go do a show, I'll have to or an interview, I will have to go look up like Wells Adams, bit like stuff like that. I'm like, I I he's I just know him as a friend now. Yeah. And you're the same. I'm like, what season were you on? And um Becca's season, which ironically was when uh I started dating LZ. Yeah. Was Becca season. It was her tell all where we kind of first had our, our our first rendezvous and our first big date. Uh and the infamous Cabo trip happened after the uh after the final rose special. But we have never really sat down and had this heart to heart, which I I'm glad we're finally doing. And um and the the overview of this whole thing too. Your second book is coming out. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I'm going to reciprocate. I'm going to go on Trading Secrets, uh, Jason's amazing podcast. If you're into business, which you should be, I love the way you approach business. I love the way you talk about things because you, you extrapolate things into an everyday, bite-sized, digestible comment, breakdown, whatever. I'm like, oh, I understand this now. So if you're not savvy about business, if you're not into it, check out Trading Secrets. But the new book. Yes, the new book. It, it connects actually to, to uh, this show, I think. So it's called Talk Money to Me. It's uh, available for pre-order now on Amazon. But the whole idea is it's like when love meets money, right? And we have so many hard conversations about just love in general and compatibility and yeah. all these things. But the idea of money we, we, is something we, we neglect. And so that's the main preface of the book. Easily the number one thing that breaks up families marriages, relationships, and it's something we never talk about. Exactly. Is money. And Lauren and I have had this conversation and we've had some uh, other business people on to kind of go into this, but it is such a vital, it's like, we talk about kids. Do you want to have kids? Do you want to have kids? When do we want to have kids? Sure. Where do we want to live? How about, how much debt are you bringing into this relationship? 100%. And by the way, that doesn't mean if you have a lot, I'm going to break up with you, but if LZ is walking into our relationship with a million dollars in debt, I need to know that. Yes. That is massively important. And that's a question that we don't often ask our significant other. And then you get into it and you know, you're, you're five steps past, you know, you buried the lead of this whole thing. It's the transparency and the clarity is the, what drives a unit, right? Yeah. And so it's not that in that circumstance, which was a, a made-up hypothetical that LZ would have a million dollars of debt, it said it wasn't talked about. And when it's not talked about, resentment builds. When resentment builds, it breaks relationships, it impacts. It's crazy to think that financial discussions impacts intimacy in the bedroom. And so the whole book is my first two introductions. Now, I'm a, about my life, right? So I'm an MBA in accounting and finance. I own a few businesses. I've lent over $150 million to businesses. So if I'm making mistakes on this, which yeah. I've made a lot on, right. which I talk about in the book, I assume that a lot of people haven't had the conversations. And so it's 10 chapters, two introductory chapters of things that I screwed up. The next eight chapters are questions. So the answers are not subjective, they're objective. The answer is a number. And it's a number you need to know about yourself and your partner, how to have the conversation, how to improve that for your well-being and to work as a unit to increase and, and build your overall financial wealth and happiness. Hugely important. Read this, get it into your college kids, your high school kids' hands. You know, the, the quicker you learn this, and you know, we'll talk probably much more about this on your podcast, um, but 
it's it's something I just wasn't taught. And it's laughable that we go through high school, even college, and we don't really learn compound interest. We don't learn about a loan, what that means, about balancing a checkbook. Sure, I can make an ashtray, but I can, you know, but I can't balance a checkbook. How are we not teaching kids? You know that I'm not. I'm not here to poo-poo on algebra, but let me tell you what I've used more of in my life more than algebra. Yeah, know? exactly. The and I think, basic skills of knowing investing and and managing your money is so important. Totally. And I think one thing you see now, especially with social media and everything just happening in our world, is like keeping up with the Kardashians, right? Like, what are you wearing? How are you showing your wealth? And there's so much actual gaslighting through assets yeah. in today's world. So the idea of like how about you just pull each other's credit report and maybe like talk through the successes you've had and your credit score and your income and your debt because that shows the truth. Numbers don't lie. Yeah. They don't take things out of context. And then you could have open conversations, which is increasing vulnerability, increasing connection, and overall increasing the overall health of, overall health of a relationship. This is a freebie for you, for Let's your next it. book. Lay it up. Uh, and it's only a chapter, so it's not going to be that expensive. Uh, but one of the chapters <laughs> needs to be before you see each other naked, see each other's credit score. Ooh, I like that line. I do have a line in there similar to that. <laughs> said if we could talk openly about sex and have sex with one another, right. then we should be able to talk about our finances and what we want yeah. out of our life. If I feel free to say, hey, I would like for you to dress up like a circus clown uh, before you come in the bedroom, I think I should also say, uh, how much student loan debt do you have? <laughs> I know one's a little sexier than the other. Well, really, the clown's not, but uh, you get a, the point. Is this a thing of yours, Chris? It is. <laughs> no, we we don't like clowns. We don't okay. like clowns. Uh, not one of the fantasies. Um, you and I have had a good couple of days. We've been here, uh, played a little golf. We've uh, had. Uh, we're sipping on a couple of uh, Shiner Blondes, Texas, and uh, maybe had a tequila shot before we came on the show <laughs> because we're going to dive into it. We're going to talk about the relationships. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman. Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than just a mom. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. Mary Beth, she is a force to be reckoned with. Successful career, many talents, a great friend group. I could go on and on about my mom. I love her dearly. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And I got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so you can send some too. Here's why I like Books. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. Books has also made it easy. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. 
Mother's Day is May 12th, right around the corner. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, the wife, aunt, hey, even your grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code Chris for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code Chris. Books.com and use promo code Chris. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's funny, you know, because I met you Obviously, you were on the show, mm-hmm. and it was rumored and talked about you actually being The Bachelor. I'm curious because you know, I know probably 50% of what's really going on behind the scenes because they were very much, they love to kind of keep their their cards close to the vest when they're making those decisions about who The Bachelor Bachelorette's going to be. Sure, they would ask me or ask my opinion, but you know opinions, how that goes. In your mind of what you were talked about. How close were you to being The Bachelor? Did you put in a good word for me? What's that? Did you put in a good word for me? I've said a million times <laughs> I wanted you to be The Bachelor. There's two people that were in your camp, I know for sure. Yes, yeah. Uh, the executive producer, Bennett. Oh, okay. Bennett Graver, fellow Bennett. Buffalo boy. Buffalo that boy. was in the bag. Buffalo, yep. Buffalo. Yep. Yeah, that was easy. Uh, Bennett wanted you to be The Bachelor. So did I. Okay, so that's good to know. I had two people in my camp. I, I never truly thought I was going to be the bachelor truly. And Mm -hmm. I I didn't think it because, um, I always thought Colton's storyline was just incredible. And quite frankly, we didn't know the real storyline. I didn't know the the whole (laughs) storyline, but I'm like, this guy is six foot four. looks like Ken, the Barbie doll played in the NFL. He's a stud and he's a virgin. Like, okay, wow, that's great TV. And then the other thing is I thought that Blake was real like Blake's watching him deal with his breakdown with Becca was like, I was crying for him. So yeah. it's like, this is a clear third runner. Like if they both get sick or something, call in Jason. <laughs> um, and I asked for a lot of transparency because of work um, with leadership. And I, I got a lot of transparency of like, I'd say like 25%, 30%. There was one time I think they're like, hey, I think odds have jumped up to like 60%. So there was a lot of transparency there, but at, at no point did I actually think it was going to be me. Yeah, I I don't know how close. Yeah, from, from my mind, I felt that was probably the case. You probably had a 30, 40% chance. We wanted it to be more. I just thought you would have been a good everyday guy. We could have fixed the hair at the time. Um, you know, there was some tragic Buffalo stuff going on with the hair. Uh, you know, no offense to Buffalo because I, I love it and I got to get there soon. But a lot of hair gel. The, the, uh, yeah, there was a lot of hair gel back then. But you've come a long way. I mean, the fashion, look at you sitting here right now. You're such a fashionista now. Well, I don't know about that, but I might have to take this coat off because it is getting a little hot knowing it's, the topic's coming up. Yeah, so if it comes out, that, that's how you know it gets intense. <laughs> <laughs> but it it, uh, it was something I thought would have been great because I, I really do think you would have been a good bachelor just because you're such a sincere guy. And I think America, at the end of the day, 
Yeah, the Colton, in a, you know, Colton was obviously a great season. And could you have jumped that fence? I don't think so. So obviously no. the Colton season was pretty phenomenal. But I think there was a show to be had with you just because America, especially with The Bachelor, resonates with relatability. And you're just a relatable guy. I think people watch you, they listen to you, and you're like, I, I see myself in this guy, or he's the kind of guy I could date. And so I think it would have been a good season. Yeah, I, two thoughts I have. Because um, you don't need The Bachelor to be explosive. Bachelorette yeah. more so, that drama helps. Bachelor, you really don't need that. I mean, look at Sean Lowe. Yeah. Not not the craziest explosive story. I mean, and he was one of our most popular Bachelors. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I think if you look at the... like talked about some of the history of the bachelors. I don't know that you'd call most of those individuals explosive, right? Like no. Matt James, very even keel, good guy. Clayton, pretty even keel. Nick's a pretty like even keel guy. Ari, Ben Higgins, right? Yeah. I, don't, I don't think you're talking about these like explosive personalities. Two things I have, when I think about the time of like the selection of the bachelor, that whole thing, I remember I'd get a lot of shit from people or, or like Reddit blogs and stuff. And they'd be like, oh, he's campaigning so hard to be the bachelor. And I always thought about that. And I was like, oh, maybe I should have acted like I didn't want it. But no, like the, re the reality is like that's, I wasn't, it wasn't a campaign. I just wanted to be the bachelor. Yeah. I thought like who, everybody wants to be the bachelor. <laughs> so I guess maybe there's like, you sh should have played it more cool. No, it's, um, and by the way, you know, what are you doing on Reddit? Um, uh, all those blogs get sent. They uh, get sent. You don't get the DMs where they send you the links? No. Okay, they do. Oh, God. The other thing is I would Thank say- God, I, I don't. I would say back then I would have been like, like, I'm such a different person than I was back then. So oh, 100%. I don't know. You know, things yeah, change you have so changed drastic. It's tough for me to like put my head back into that space. Yeah. That was 2018. It's about to be 2024. Isn't that wild? It's. I just don't know like where- time goes because it seems like a whole different life ago. You yeah. Know? I mean, when you're five, six years removed, it just seems we were all, you know, so much more innocent, different. I mean, well, I think about when I started the show, I, I moved here in 99 to LA and, mm -hmm. you know, jumped on the bachelor in Oh two and is when it aired. And then I, I stayed there for 20 years. Yeah. I mean, who does that? It just doesn't happen in this business. And so when I think about the kid that started and the man that left, you know, I've been div married, divorced, right. two kids, kids in college. I mean, life has changed quite hard, a bit. It's hard to put yourself back and, in there, And that's right? not even technologically speaking how the world has changed and dating and all that. Yeah, you can't go back and look at that kid, that innocent kid that came from Buffalo and just, hey, night one. Yeah, I hope you like me. Now he's a jaded ex-reality TV, yeah. <laughs> broken down, bruised cloud. <laughs> so you get done with the show. And then famously, you start dating Caitlin Bristow. Mm -hmm. What precipitated that? I, I forget how that whole thing started. The heart rate just instantly went up, Chris. <laughs> just got hotter in this room. Um, I was the whole... Uh, the whole thing was, interestingly enough, I met her on her podcast because my understanding is she wanted me to be The Bachelor. And then when they picked Colton, she was like, well, we got to jump on a show because like, I really wanted you to be The Bachelor. Oh, look, you had three so people we, in your corner. So we had three, there you go, Kayla too. So uh, she was like, let's- Maybe the know. only person that had less pull than me on the show was <laughs> Kayla. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> so she wanted to just be like, well, what's next? And yeah. so that's when I interviewed with her. 
But the first time I ever messaged Caitlin, ironically enough, was I had gotten off the show and I had learned just about the whole ins and outs of this world and how kind of crazy it was. And, you know, when you get off, you step into this mayhem. And I always, you know, I, I didn't know what the hell to do about like how to deal with it. Cause a lot of like agents come up to you and all this stuff. Right. And I, I, I started to research like people that were on the show that had done a really good job. And I reached out to all those people that had done it. I'd be like, Hey, just got off the show a little confused as to how this world works. Do you have any insight? She was, she was one of the people that I reached out That's to smart. and she was great. She had, she like gave me great insight and that was it. And then she asked me to come on the show and I, a podcast with her in late October. And that's where the sparks flew. <laughs> that's where the sparks flew. Okay. I did. I actually didn't for know me that. At least I don't think for her. <laughs> I remember when I first hugged her, I was like, Oh God. <laughs> the, uh, that's interesting. I didn't know that story. I didn't know where you guys actually started dating or whatever. So it was on the, it was, it was, yeah, it was, well, we yeah. didn't know. We, she interviewed me on the show. I remember the sparks flew when I, I remember giving her a hug and there's just a lot of banter and she reminded me a lot of like people back home. And I was like, oh, this girl's awesome. Then a, a friendship established. She put me in the friend zone for a little bit. And then we dated shortly thereafter, a few months or so. I really appreciate. So here's what's interesting about the two of you. Obviously, I've been involved or you know somewhat in touch or connected to a hundred breakups mm-hmm. on the show mm-hmm. uh, because of, you know I, I'm either friends with or have worked with someone in that relationship. I was thinking about this earlier before you and I came on to today. I've never been so intertwined with a relationship and a breakup as I have been with you and Caitlin because I, I guess I've never been as close with both people mm-hmm. and consider both of you friends still talk to both of you. I uh, invited both of you to our wedding. Uh, you guys both graciously showed up at our wedding. So I was just thinking, uh, you know, usually there's a breakup and I'm friends with the bachelor or I'm friends with the bachelorette. I'm not usually as close with the cast member that they got engaged with. So I was, it's funny that I'm even sitting here with you, you know, not the bachelorette, and so it just goes to show like I'm good friends with both of you guys. And I've never, I don't think I've ever been as involved or connected to a, a breakup as this one. And, you know, Lauren and I both said, we're inviting both of you guys to our wedding. There is no question that both of you guys are invited. Uh, we're going to just hit the ball over to their court. And it's totally up to you guys. If one of you come, if both of you come, if none of you come, mm-hmm. it was totally up to you guys. And I really appreciated the fact that, you both came. You both like put your swords down, whatever. I don't know where it stood at the time. It, I don't care. What it meant, what meant the most to me was that you both said, we love you guys. We're going to support you. We're going to be at your wedding. Yeah. And there was nothing more important. I mean, we have, again, Chris, you and I have known each other now since 2018. I think from the get go, I remember us talking about soccer and we just developed a good friendship and, and Bennett, of course. And I had a good friendship back then. And year over year, that friendships progressed. And for me, there was nothing more important than being there because it was to honor your day. It was to honor your celebration of love, your journey, your trials and tribulations to the happiness that you've finally got. And to see you that happy and Lauren that happy, I would have kicked myself in the head and lived in regret if I didn't go because of a a prior relationship that didn't work out. Especially because it turned out to be such a kick-ass party. It was a (laughs) kick-ass party. And the best part was, is that 
I think if you look at that group of uh, bachelorettes and bachelors and former contestants that were at your wedding, there were a lot of tangled webs. There were a lot of tangled weaves. There was definitely drama in the past with a lot of them. And there still is current drama with some of them. But every single person there, me included, every single person there made it about you two. And it was literally, it was such a beautiful day. We talked about, you know, we had the Friday night event that it was LZ's idea to have everybody over here to kind of break the ice. And so we could all, you know, in the safe confines of this house, um, see each other, talk, let the, let the weirdness kind of leave the room. So then when we all get together on Saturday for the wedding, we're ready to go. And obviously one of the awkward moments was going to be you and Caitlin. And I was thinking to myself, I'm glad they're both here. I'm grateful and, and it's going to be fine. But yeah, there's going to be that moment when they first see each other, but you, you guys actually saw each other at the hotel before you came here. Just total happenstance <laughs> that you, she, they walked into the bar you were sitting at, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, th- there's a lot of irony and like the universe works in weird ways. You guys gave us three hotel rooms to stay at. Yeah. Okay. I had booked a room for Caitlin and I, the minute we got the original invite, which oh, yeah. was quite some which, time ago. When y'all were still together. So we had talked about like, Hey, what do you want to do with this? Do you want to take it or I'll take it? And so I, t- she was like, I'll stay with Trista. I was like, okay, I'll take it. So I didn't re that room was at the Omni, but we could have booked at three rooms three hotels and Wells and, and every, I was like, all right, Wells, where are you going to be? Let's meet up. Yeah. Ben, where are you going to be? Bob, where are you going to be? We're all really good friends. And they're all at the other hotels. Like, okay. So I was at this hotel by myself. So I'm getting ready. I'm like, I'll have a drink before Chris's party. And I go down to the, I go down to the bar. I look to my left and I see, I see three very good looking women, like get up and walk down. And I'm like, who is that? Like, okay. I, I couldn't tell. But then I went, it's funny. <laughs> I went, I kind of did a circle and I sat down and then I, I did another look and I was like, oh shit, <laughs> that's, that's Caitlin and some of the others. And I was like, what do I do here? And Caitlin broke the ice. She texted me and goes, Hey, can you tell the bartender to hurry up? Like we put the order in 20 minutes ago. <laughs> I was like, I thought that was you, but I didn't have time to say hello because you guys ran so quickly. They sprinted out of the bar. Sprinted. I was like, what are we doing? Yeah, you know we're going to be together in thirty minutes. I'm like, what? Did y'all share a car over here or no? I offered that. I said, okay. Now that we broke the ice, I'm going to get an Uber XL. If anybody in your group wants to come, you know, come on, join. And uh, they were like, oh, we're good. We actually already ordered the Uber, so I came solo, and I was the first one. I was 20 minutes, 25 minutes late. Here's what I appreciate. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say you were on time. Okay, yeah, good. That's was- fashionably late, you know, okay. 20, 25 minutes. The funny thing is, Lauren and I were sitting here, and, you know, the time, say it's 5.30, I forget when the party was supposed to start, but it was sometime, you know, late afternoon, evening, and nobody's here. I'm thinking, hmm, you know, Maybe nobody shows up. Yeah. I don't know who's in town. I don't know who came to our wedding. Like maybe, you know, they, they nobody's here. It's like a Super Bowl party or a birthday party and nobody shows up to your PTSD. birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Screw these batch yeah. people. I'm so done with it. It was uh and then like twenty five minutes later, one car pulls up and it's Jay. So Jason comes in and he was like, Hey, thanks for showing up. You're it, man. Like We're gonna have a real crap load of charcuterie to eat and a bunch of wine. But uh, then everybody started filing in behind it. I think 30 minutes was kind of the go-to mark. Be 30 minutes late was was the go-to. Yeah. Well, there was uh, a lot of people just coming in by the minute, but I was the first one here. I was like, okay, 
This is going to be a good time. Let's ha- let's get after it here. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman. Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than just a mom. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. Mary Beth, she is a force to be reckoned with. Successful career, many talents, a great friend group. I could go on and on about my mom. I love her dearly. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And I got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so you can send some too. Here's why I like Books. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. Books has also made it easy. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th, right around the corner. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, the wife, aunt, hey, even your grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code Chris for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code Chris. Books.com and use promo code Chris. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, uh, Caitlin showed up, and I think... Everybody was kind of just keeping that eye out, you know, like as voyeurs and just as, you know, people that are tied to this franchise, we all, we all knew the score. We all knew that they just broke up. So we're like, we'll keep an eye on the vibe in the room and are they going to talk and are they going to hug? And I was really pleasantly surprised to see you guys gave each other a big hug. You talked, y'all were smiling, laughing, and everybody just dove in. And it was like you said, there's a lot of baggage in that room mm-hmm. because it's one big and ins- we've all dated. We've all, they've been engaged and broken up and all this stuff. And so, yeah, there's a lot of baggage in that room and there was a lot of drama, but everyone left it at the door and everyone had a great time, which I appreciated. Yeah. And I think in a lot of this world, there's always so much noise. Um, well, you're dealing with your own internal battles with whoever it, it may be or what may have been and what is, that's a general statement. 
And then there's other people that add so much noise because there's always so much like gossip behind the scenes and then outside noise. And I think one of the biggest like takeaways I always think about is it can be just so productive to sit across from the person you might have dilemmas or quarrels with and just like talk it out. Right. And I think a lot of the people there that I think a lot of in general, everyone got along really well, but people that may have had past experiences or whatever, just saw each other eye to eye. And it was, it was a moment of like happiness. Everyone was there to celebrate you guys. And I thought that was just like a beautiful night. It was, I really think it was a beautiful night of people like reconnecting and smiling and celebrating. And it was awesome. It was a lot more emotional than I thought it was going to be. I wasn't expecting to be like hit so hard by just seeing the faces that I saw and feeling the love that I felt and just how casual it was and how I don't know. It was, it was a, uh, I was talking actually to the lady gang and, and Kelty Knight and I were chatting about this and I said, you know, it was kind of the goodbye that I, I guess I never had with all of you, you know, getting everybody together. And I'm kind of that connective tissue that will bring that crew together again. Maybe it's the last time all those people kind of get together again from Trista to Tasha, you know, that my run of shows and so it was kind of cool to just get everyone together in that in that sense. Yeah, you know what's interesting is I I felt like such a high Friday, and I'm sure some of this connected to my personal stuff, but I felt like such a high Friday and Saturday at your wedding. Mm-hmm. Sunday I felt like so down and out. I was like a little sad. I was yeah. like it was so it was such a it's high, like the show's over. <laughs> yeah, like I hadn't seen like I don't know. I, there's so many people there I hadn't seen so long. The conversations. And I'm like, I think one of the things is like we'll probably that group of people will probably never as long as we live, like all be in the same room, yeah. having some of the conversations and laughs we did. And there was something that was like really fulfilling. Getting all the wives like together, happiness. you know, our significant others yeah. were all there. And so I was like, I agree. I was, I didn't really think of it. Elon actually, who unfortunately couldn't be there. He and, uh, and Molly came in the next day. And so they, he, he was working on production and they were trying so hard. So he came for the wedding. He just couldn't make it in. One of our former executive producers. And he said the same thing where he's like, this is, that was a special group that was together and such an emotional night of, I don't know. There was just a lot of love of ever. I think everybody just, it was almost like we all needed it. We all just kind of needed, there was, cause there's, whether it's surrounding the franchise itself, mm-hmm. surrounding each other, whatever the controversy and so many things that have been said and done, mm-hmm. but very few people actually know the intimacy and the love and the respect and friendships we have within and, you know, it gets exploited a lot and gets talked about a lot, but it's not truly seen for what it is. And I think in that room that night, we all just kind of were able to take a deep breath and we weren't on camera. We weren't on microphones. Yeah. Everyone could just relax. Yeah. And I think a bunch of us said it's a testament to you and Lauren, because everyone there, especially for those two days, brought such positive, um, kind energy and a lot of us were like, it's just a testament to Chris and Lauren. Like they surround themselves. Think about all the hundreds of people you've come across in yeah. your days of, of doing this. You guys clearly surround yourself with people that provide good energy and fulfill you guys and fulfill a room. And that's how your wedding felt. That's how the Friday night before felt. And it was, it was special. We appreciated it. And thank you for that. It, uh, we, we loved every second of it. And I got, I was actually, I had a little FOMO because you know, obviously it was our wedding night. And so you guys took off and all went out and Lauren and I had a couple more stops to make that night for her family and some other friends. So we had to go to another event after everyone left our house and you guys all went out downtown 
And I was, I kind of had FOMO. I'm like, <laughs> there, this is this party and this love fest is going to continue. And I'm not going to be a part of it. I'm not going to hear, I'm not going to know, uh, you know, these stories until tomorrow of what was said, what was done. Was it awkward uh, when I came up to you and Caitlin, when y'all were talking <laughs> by my fridge and I asked if y'all were going to hook up? <laughs> I'm dying right now. I thought it was funny. I thought you were, you were funny. Chris, Chris <laughs> is just, it was, it, it, all right, here's, here goes the conversation. I, it was, we were just, the funny part is, is like, we, it was like the first words we had said to each other in three months, like two minutes into it. Here comes Chris. So you guys going to hook up tonight? And I think your, I think your line was, trust me, breakup sex is amazing. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. It's not healthy. Chris. Most of the time it's very dysfunctional, but it can be great. You're unbelievable. And I think in general, like both Caitlin and I are lighthearted. We both laughed and I thought it was, I thought you were pretty funny. You always are. I think that's, if anyone listening to this right now, I would got to give you a little shout out. Chris is one of the, you're one of the funnier people I've ever met and your wit is timed perfectly. Like the chirp you made yesterday to the guy golfing, <laughs> it's perfect. So the timing of that was absolutely hilarious yeah you and caitlin had your moment and uh the wedding went great um you guys leave you did did not hook up no for the record no they did not hook up much to my chagrin uh, i thought like because selfishly i thought this would be kind of the not the trifecta i guess the exacta hitting the home run exacta at the kentucky derby i get married i'm crushing it in my own love life and then boom caitlin and jason hooked up at my wedding, like what a great story, but it was not to be you guys, you get, they did not for all the tabloids out there taking notes. They did not hook up. Um, I hate to do this, but, uh, I'm going to put a pin in this for now. We're going to stop. We're going to take a break. Uh, but this conversation will continue a lot of emotions, a lot more to talk about. And I have a lot more questions to get to with Jason Tardick. So we'll do it in the next episode of the most dramatic podcast ever. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at the most dramatic pod ever, and make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. I'll talk to you next time. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Cause Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first class luxury meets world class drama, a new season of the Kardashians starring the Kardashians. Of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., And I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, 
or wherever you get your podcasts.